she's a high tide that keeps pushing me away I thought that we would build this together But everything I touch just seems to break Am I your sail or your anchor? Am I the calm of a hurricane? Alright, so this is uh, Here You Are, Wasa, the podcast. I'm your host, or I'm one of your hosts, Dino, and I'm here with... I'm Eric. I'm your other host. And we were super lucky to have uh, Nicole May uh, on our podcast tonight, ahead of an, a historic city council vote. Uh, Nicole has become Wasa's, uh, I've dubbed her the chicken lady, I think others have as well. So uh, <laughs> thanks for doing this, Nicole. You bet. So how how did you end up becoming a chicken advocate? Um, honestly, I was listening to be esteemed with such a title. Right. Uh, um, I, back in January, kind of was getting frustrated with the fact that, um, you know, there were some petitions being circulated and that type of thing, but nothing was really happening progressively to try to bring about urban chickens in Wausau. So I went ahead and um, wrote letters to city council members, particularly those on the committee um, that would particularly deal with this. And I took it upon myself to go ahead and research um, possible city ordinances that would coexist with existing WASA ordinances. So I basically wrote out all the possible um, ordinances that they could utilize to incorporate code and obviously the city attorney assistant city attorney has since um, revamped those and done an even more awesome job with them than I could because of her legal background and that's kind of where we're at so I I have to ask a little bit about you are are, are you a f- again and I it's gonna sound like I feel like I'm making fun a little bit but it is such a strange thing to to see the sort of uproar about chickens on both sides that uh it's 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 just fascinating to me so are how how did you decide or when did you decide that you wanted to i guess have chickens in your yard (laughs) i have wanted chicken for many many years now um i have owned my home in wausau here for about 13 years now and I'm big into gardening. Um, I'm big into the idea of homesteading, growing my own food, being environmentally and eco-conscious. And the more research I've done with, you know, urban homesteading and, and trying to produce as much food as you can in your own backyard, it, it brought me to the whole chicken thing. And um, chickens are just a really good addition to any home garden um, and lawn even because you can do so many things with the the manure, the food, etc., and then they can also eat your kitchen waste, etc. So chickens just seem like the next natural step towards having an eco-friendly and sustainable garden and feeding my family. Eric, I yeah, I'm just I'm fascinated by the whole thing. I've been for years, so I'm just I'm really just listening to find out why people would want to own chickens. <laughs> so so again, it's like very interesting to me right like i said i i promise we're not making fun but 
Eric and I are about as far away from guys who would own chickens as you can be. So, like, <laughs> I, I just, I think I'm closer to owning chickens than Eric is, but, uh, you know, short of that, I got, yeah. So, so how did you get into it? Like, I, I'm familiar with urban homesteading. I, that's, that, I remember that was, I, I read about that for about a year of my life and I thought it was fascinating. So, so now I want to know a little bit about how you got, what triggered you on that path? Cause that's an, that's I a think, really, huh? But I think what's more interesting is, is why for a woman that doesn't own chickens, it's so passionate about owning chickens. Okay. Let's go with that. <laughs> go with Eric's question. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think first and foremost, I am passionate about feeding my family and growing my own food, whether it's in a plant-based form or an animal form. Um, I can't have goats or cows or anything like that on my backyard. Um, chickens seem like a pretty reasonable animal to have in my backyard. Honestly, I just and uh, possibly eat the meat. I mean, we'll see how if, if this passes, we'll see how attached I get to sets and you know whether or not to eat them. Um, but definitely the idea of having my own eggs and and knowing where my food is coming from in this day and age is a big deal to me. So I grew up with a dirty mom, so this just seems like a natural thing to want to grow my own food and have my own chickens. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, um, (laughs) yeah, it, so, all right. So then let's just try to ground this conversation a little bit. Um, yeah. So, okay. We're going to pause for a second here in the recording. Eric, you want to add, you want to try to add in Amanda? Are the are the mice a danger to the hens? Probably not, but the rooster's brain is about you know the size of a pea, and it's just instinct. You know, anything that is unnatural or could potentially um, cause harm, you know, he alerts his his hens, saying, "Hey, be on the lookout! I hear something," and that's that's the crowing. Um, Nicole, are, are we going to get, uh, can Wasa have, can we have roosters? Um, for the proposed ordinance for, uh, um, Wasa City, the, the answer to roosters is because that's the biggest complaint that they had in the last round when they tried to do this a couple or three, four, I don't know how many years ago, um, is that people were in an uproar that roosters would be making first instinct is to not allow the rooster so that we can get this passed and at least get some chickens going so okay all right so so let's talk about a little bit more about the ordinance so do you have any like do you have a lot of support have you sort of heard from people who who are you know on the same page with you as wanting urban chickens there is a group on facebook called the wasa and weston urban chicken group 
some such thing like that. Um, I am a member of it, and everybody's got some really sound for running into is that there's a big underground chicken movement in Wausau, apparently, <laughs> where people are secretly, not so secretly, keeping chickens. Um, and they don't want to come out and say that they have illegal chickens. Um, so people who might help me in advocating for it are thus kind of staying on the down low. So we're running into problems with that. I, I have a friend who lives in Rothschild. And I said, hey, can you come talk about your chickens and, you know, share some information about your chickens? And she's like, well, not really. We want to kind of remain anonymous because we're not really supposed to have them. So I, I think that's part of the problem right there. So many people have them already, um, not myself included. I'm trying to play by the rules here. Um, but but I have friends who have gotten in trouble with the city in, in a way. Um, and so it's kind of silly, like even at the, the last um, meeting that we had for the board to get this rocking and rolling, the, the humane officer for the city admitted that she already gets chicken calls all the time because people already have them. So... This couldn't be cooler. <laughs> this there's the idea that there's a secret chicken underground in central Wisconsin. <laughs> this is so cool. <laughs> so so if, if I didn't realize it was secret and underground because I you know Amanda and I worked at City Pages for years and I swear that we wrote all kinds of articles about chickens and backyard chicken things and I thought it was all this time, I thought it was legal. Hmm. No, and I think my neighbor, I think the person in Rothschild used to be my neighbor. I know who that is. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's a scandal right here on the Here You Are Wasa podcast. It is. Don't say whose name that is. We're keeping... Please do. Absolutely She's not. very no. adamant about remaining anonymous. They're so. on the down low. I will not say a yeah. word. Wow. That'll give us some readership. It's time they come out of the coop. Right. <laughs> yeah, come into the light. Sh share your story with pride. Oh my god. Chicken right. pride. Yeah, exactly. Chicken pride. So so the the vote is tomorrow, right, Nicole? That's correct at 7 p.m. Are you are you going to go? Absolutely. I have my form all filled out so it can have my 3 minutes of talking time. <laughs> So what do you, do you have any sort of preliminary kind of idea? Do you think it's going to pass? I am very cautiously optimistic. Okay. Um, the way that things went down at the board meeting last month, it was a unanimous vote to move it ahead. So I, I got a little excited about that. Um, but, but there's, I don't know, there's this nagging thing because there's been some residents who have gone on to the, Oh, it's like the Wausau pilot in review, I think. Yeah. Just, yeah, just ranting and raving how we're going to have some big salmonella epidemic if we allow backyard chickens and how ridiculous it is that Wausau is trying to push this through and, and, and they're doing it so hastily. And I have to totally disagree. I mean, it's not, I feel like the whole salmonella epidemic thing is just a fear factor thing and and the reality is they are highly beneficial. Um, you know, major modern cities are doing them. It's not a throwback to days gone by. It's a big modern urban movement um, for sustainability and eco-friendliness. And uh, 
the there's just some backlash. So I have a feeling there's going to be some angry people there talking about how horrible it is to have chickens in the backyard. And, and that's what's got me worried, is what the city council is going to listen to. Educated, um, modern information or to people who don't want chickens next door. So, Amanda, have you ever had any outbreaks of salmonella? No, not at all. Have, and have we there been let any? our chickens free range. Yeah. I again, um, I don't know. I don't have... know what that is. What what does that mean? Free range. Free, really, free you don't range. know what that is. They. Oh my Aren't goodness, you a vegetarian? Boy. Yeah, but the deal is, like, like I understand I mean, what it means. These terms. I know what it means in reference to, like, the great prairies of America. I don't know what it means to Highway <laughs> 70 in Minocqua. You know, I don't know exactly how we, free range works you only up eat north. Green, you only get great, great plains chickens? I don't have any idea where, but anyway, Amanda, <laughs> could you explain what it means to free range chickens? So I let my chickens out of their coop and their run during the day. And I I call them in randomly um, just to keep tabs on them so they don't wander too far off. And then at nighttime, they go into their coop. So they're allowed to um, go all over our property. Um, with that, it's just like having a dog. You have to go and pick up after them. Um any, any animal, you know, they leave their stuff all over the yards. But um, during uh, uh, when we first got them, we just let them in the run and in the coop. Um, I would assume that they would have to do that in the city. Um, you know, they can get some lift. They can fly a little bit. So if they're not enclosed, they could hop up on fences. And I've had mine in my trees before. So, um, again, that just comes with responsibility um, they're not, you know, they, they can get a little chatty when they're laying their eggs. I mean, it's a process that they have to go through, but it's half an hour, you know, 15 minutes, sometimes five minutes and done and over with. And then you really don't even know that they're around. You can't really hear them. They don't make much noise. Can you train them? Yes, you can. Really? <laughs> I have a chicken call. I go outside and make my I do my chicken call and they come running. Could wow. you do your chicken call for us now? Please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, okay, I will do my chicken call. Are you ready for this one? Yep. <laughs> whoop whoop whoop. You like that? Wow. <laughs> nice. Nicole, Nicole, that's something you can work on. Yeah, I have something to strive for now. Do, do you have, do you have a chicken call in mind, Nicole, for yourself? I think you, I, you should go to city council not. and chicken call. Yet. Yeah, you should go. To, yeah, that's right. You should go into the city council and tell them you have a, a chicken call prepared. Oh, don't don't even don't even tell them. Just walk in, chicken calling. <laughs> All right. So, so. Amanda, what's your favorite thing about having chickens in general? Um, I love watching them. They're absolutely hilarious. They're they each have a personality. Um, they they're very, very curious creatures. So, if you put something new in the yard, um, they're they just kind of waddle over the 
check it out. They're just, they're fun. Um, really fun to have. They, they bring a lot of laughs to our family. So we've enjoyed them. Cool. So Nicole, uh, what, I guess, you know, what have you learned through this process of, of being, being dubbed the chicken lady? What have, what have you learned about what, about city, city government here in Wausau? Um, I've learned that petitions are all well and good. Um, but if you want to start making something happen, you've really got to kind of take matters into your own hands and really push for it. I mean, I wrote letters to every city council member, um, you know, to my city alderman, to the mayor. I just went with it. And I, I didn't just say, hey, I would like chickens. I really put a lot of thought into it. I, I outlined the benefits of chickens, counter arguments for not having them. And then I just went ahead and wrote potential city code. Obviously, you know, I'm not a lawyer. Obviously, this assistant city attorney did way better than I could have with that. But, but I think by showing people the whole gamut of it and getting serious about it, it really opened the door to get things rocking and rolling again on it instead of just saying, I want chickens and here's my petition. So, yeah. Well, I'm excited. I'm excited for tomorrow. Are you going to get chickens, Dino? I am not going to get chickens. I am a dog person. <laughs> Though, I got to say, I'm a, I, chickens are cool. I mean, you know, it seems like it's the way you guys talk about them, they seem really quite cool to me, you know? Dog, dogs probably like chickens. Right. Yeah, exactly. Gracie would like the chicken. But, uh, uh, Eric, are you going to get chickens? Uh, absolutely not. Right, because you, you have a new place now. True. You know, so I, I think you could get chickens. Last thing I want are chickens. Okay, all right. I've discovered recently that I have frogs. That's enough for me. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm curious to know, a... though, because I've known Amanda for a long time, and I've never heard anything about chickens in the time that I've known her until she moved north. How did the chicken thing come about? getting them or wanting to have them just yeah just the whole interest in having them um it really came about when my little guy had all of his his allergy epidemic everything that had happened to him we couldn't have cats and dogs we had to get rid of our dogs in fact when he right. was diagnosed and my kids didn't have pets they didn't have something to take care of and I think it's such an important part of childhood, being able to care for something, um, watching it grow, um, being able to interact with something, um, dealing with death. And with chickens comes death, and it, it will happen. I mean, they're very delicate creatures. We've had three already pass away in, in a year. Um, but I got into healthy lifestyle, healthy eating, working out. And then it not only became part of being able to have them as pets, but being able to have eggs. Um, something that I know where, what they're eating, where the eggs are coming from. Um, and that has been, you know, we hardly ever buy eggs anymore because four or three hens produces plenty of eggs for my family. 
Yeah, Amanda, Amanda talked, or Nicole talked about that a little bit before, about sort of knowing where the food comes from. So that that must be something that mm-hmm. is is relatively common among chicken enthusiasts. You guys, seriously, I can't, I can't put my hand, hand, my head in my hands more in one single podcast than I have in the half an hour we've been talking about this. So, I've, I've never felt so out of place you know, in a conversation. Do you know I have to, I have to put one, one really yeah. interesting tidbit that I didn't know about chickens. Okay, um, they eat anything. Your leftovers, you can feed them your leftovers. They will eat chicken. They will eat pork. They will eat beef. They love leftover food. Um, so, you know, if you have some leftovers, instead of throwing it into the garbage, you can feed it to your chickens. Cannibalistic chickens. <laughs> yeah, chickens eating chickens. The yep. joke's obvious. That's, yeah. that's scary as hell. It's going to keep me up at night. <laughs> God. Okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut this one off now <laughs> nicole thank you so much for doing this i'm i'm super excited and i i know that uh you at least so far have pat peckham voting for chickens tomorrow yes i've got him on my side thank goodness he's been a tremendous help through this whole process yep. so. he, he came out he came out on facebook and said he was in favor of chickens and uh and the reason that we did the podcast is because pat called me and he's like can you believe the amount of reaction I've gotten to people about chickens? He's got, he said he's gotten more phone calls about chickens directly to his house than anything so far. Yeah. It's kind of astonishing how wound up people are about it. And it's my understanding that it's that not everybody is going to have it. There's going to be a limited number of permits available. Yes. So it's, it's like five permits or something like that. Right. That's I, I haven't way. heard five anything permits. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, no, I haven't heard That's anything it? on that front. But I think with the requirements for measurements of where like a coop and run can lay within your yard, I think that's automatically going to kind of call out who is potentially able to have them. Because Pat figured that in the in, in the conversation we had about it, because I just am fascinated by the whole thing. He he figured there'd be you know, five permits in the first year and each, and each permit allows four chickens. Yeah. So we're talking about 20 chickens in the city of Wausau somehow equals this absurd reaction to it. Well, that's going to be a huge disruption, right? Yeah. 20 chickens. Yeah. Well, the example that was given was, um, they, they passed that ordinance a couple years ago to allow bees and do you guys know how many permits they've issued for bees? No, I believe it's many? a grand total of zero, right? It, it's four. Oh. Four permits out of the entire city. And three of those permits, I believe, are just at the um, airport in Wausau. Like, so it's not even really that urban. Yeah. So I find it interesting that people are so knee-jerk about oh no chickens but i'm like okay well we've got bees now and it's still not a big deal because nobody even has them still so (laughs) wow yeah it really it really is fun to sort of watch i mean with everything in the city of wasa it's fun to watch how social media just explodes you know with just insanity so but but yeah so let's i'm so excited for you guys i hope this passes me too so exciting (laughs) 
Well, then, so now, Amanda, you and Nicole, we're going to have to connect you guys offline because if it passes and Nicole and we win chickens, then obviously she can ask her fellow chicken lady for advice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good. God, this is great. I love this. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for doing this podcast tonight. Hey, I know it's totally unrelated, okay. but Golden State just won. They did. <laughs> oh, did they? Wow. Uh, That's cool. Good. All right, you guys. We'll talk to you later. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.